Hi, everyone. Everybody okay? I see someone that I know. Hello. Hi. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, welcome to the third week of um, the series, Different, A Call to Holiness. And I'll be honest with you that during my time as a Christian, I've often seen holiness as one way. And I've always looked at holiness as being perfect. I've seen it as perfection. And God is perfect. God is holy. And, you know, when you think of the angels, when they're in his presence, they're just crying out, holy, 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 because he's perfect. And when God spoke to Moses at the burning bush, he said, take your sandals off, because where you are is that holy ground. Where you are is holy grounds. I've just seen holiness as being perfect. And the call to be holy has just made me think, I need to be better. I just need to be better. But this series has really helped me, and it's reminded me that holiness is being set apart for him, set apart for God, to be different. And to be different in this world, is, it shows strength. It shows being a warrior because you're having to battle against all the natural things of this world that you just may want to naturally do, but you're going to be different. There is this song by this band that I really like. It's an old band. I don't think they're together anymore, and they're called DC Talk. I used to listen to them when I was younger. And they've got this song called Jesus Freak. And I really like this lyric um, or just um, a verse. And, it's, and I've got it up on the screen, and it's, Kamikaze, my death is again. I've been marked by the maker of peculiar ways. The high and lofty, they see me as weak because I won't live and die for the power they seek. And that just shows being different is being strong. It's not being weak, it's being strong, it's being a warrior. I look at my son, and the other day I was praying for him, he was, he was sleeping, and I see the sheep mentality that is in his school already. You know, there were kids, six, seven-year-olds, asking my son, have you got a girlfriend yet? Have you got a girlfriend? Have you kissed a girl? And I'm thinking, what do you mean kissed a girl? You're not going to kiss one until you're 25. That's what I was thinking. That's a joke. I hope so. But I see the sheep mentality, and it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. There's somebody here whose daughter has, wears a purity ring. She's chosen not to have sex until she's married. And people, um, teenagers in her class have said, why are you wearing that ring? And she's told them why, and they're like, what do you mean? That's impossible. Everyone knows you lose it when you're about 15, 16. It's what you do. You've got this sheep mentality, and God is calling us to be different. He's calling us to be set apart for him. And I find it so fascinating that God is calling us to be holy. God is calling us to be different in a mind and a body that isn't holy, in a mind and body that wants to naturally act upon our basic instincts. He calls us to be holy in our unholy worlds. And I'm going to talk about that later, but the main point of my talk today is that God is calling us to be holy, even in our times of trouble. So I'm just going to pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for this. And I haven't got it all together. I'm preaching to myself as well, Lord. And I just thank you for your grace. I just ask you, Lord, to please, can we just learn what you want us to know? I just ask you to open our eyes and give us peace, Lord. And I thank you for your peace. We thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Okay, so he asks us to be holy even in our times of trouble. And it's inevitable that we are going to face trouble in this world. This world is just falling. It's a fallen world. People are broken, and people are making broken choices. Strangers, people that we don't know, they make choices that we can get involved in, and it can damage us, it can hurt us, it can even kill us by the choices that other people make who are broken. We're in a world that's full of decay, and so there's sickness, there's disease, people die, and people around us will die, which will cause us grief. We will suffer, it will be loss. It's what is happening. We ourselves are broken, and so we are making broken choices. We can make a choice in an instant, and it will just ruin so much. It can tear apart families. It can cause us into debt. We can have financial problems. It can break relationships. We can have anxiety, stress, just to name a few things. We are broken people. Even Jesus, he confirmed that we're going to face trouble. In John 16, verse 33, it says, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Isn't that amazing that Jesus holds authority over all our situations? He holds authority. He is the fixer-upper. He is the restorer. He died on the cross so that we can have a direct relationship with God, so that we can cry out to him in our pain. When we're in trouble, we can cry out to God. We can ask him for help. We can receive peace. We can be restored. We can be delivered out of our trouble. We can go to God. Jesus has made a happy ending for us. It's amazing, even though we will experience trouble. But the world doesn't look to Jesus. And often we, as Christians, take our eyes off Jesus and start thinking about solving our problems ourselves. And we are people who don't like to feel pain. We don't like to be uncomfortable. We want to be, un we want to be comfortable. We want painkillers. And I'm not talking about the paracetamol and the ibuprofen type. I'm talking about what we use things and we use people just to numb the pain. That's what we do. We want formulas, we want to know. If we do A, B, C, we'll get X, Y, and Z. We want results quickly, we want quick fixes. My husband, he's been on the Restore course, and when he was going through it, I used to say to him, how's it going? And he'd be like, oh, it's heavy, it's heavy, it's so heavy. And the thing is, is because he had to sit in his pain, there will be layers coming off, and there'll be an underlying problem. And one of the challenges on being on Restore is that sometimes people just want a quick fix. They want to know, by the end of the session, I'll be okay. But you've got to sit in your pain sometimes. And also sometimes things are there to actually refine us and to strengthen us as well. We can get through it with Jesus. We also take revenge in our own hands. It's like we don't want to forgive. We want to get someone back who's hurt us. But God calls us to be different. Now, earlier on, I said to you 
that I find it really interesting that God is calling us to be holy in a mindset, in a body that naturally doesn't want to be holy, and to be holy in our unholy world. How do we do this? How do we be holy? Well, we can look at Ephesians chapter 2, and I'm just going to summarize a bit of it before I read some. You see, we're living in a world that is just full of mess. We're full of mess. And we just wanted to gratify ourselves. We just thought about ourselves. How are we in a situation? We're just focusing on our own desires and just heading for death. And I know it sounds like doing what I'm talking about, yeah? But we're just heading for death. But because God loves us so much, he sent Jesus, brought Jesus to die on the cross to take away our death, to take away our eternal death, and that we can be alive in Jesus. Not only are we alive in Jesus, he lives in us, and we live in him, and we are seated in heavenly realms. I'm going to read Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4 to 6. So, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive in Christ. Even when we were dead in transgressions, it is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. That means that we are alive in Christ. Our identity is in him. And our destination is not this world. We're living in this world, but we don't belong in this world. We belong in heaven. We are seated in God's kingdom. And so there is going to be trouble, but really, we don't belong here. Now, to demonstrate that, I've got some volunteers, because just in case you still don't get it, I've got something to show you. So if my volunteers can come. One of them's my husband. The other one is, like, not me. <laughs> Okay, right, so here's my volunteers, yeah? So we've got Danny, who's going to be Jesus, and we've got Al, who's going to be us, yeah? He's going to represent us. And this stage is the world, yeah? And so what they're going to do over there is heaven. So if Jesus, if you could just hold on to, um, to Al, he re represents us. And so they're just doing life, so they're just walking through, through earth, through this life. Now, this is all we know. So when we talk about heaven, it just seems like, oh, that's the place you go when you die. But you know what? That is our home. And we need to start thinking more about heaven. So they're going through life, yeah? And I represent trouble, okay? So trouble will come. This is why I've got my husband. I don't know what I'm going to do in the next service, yeah? But anyway, I represent trouble. I need to get round there. Let's see. And this is what trouble does. Sometimes trouble just pushes us, doesn't it? It just pushes us, and it punches us, punches us in the belly, and it kicks us, and it can really pull us, yeah? And do you know what it also does? It takes from us. It takes, it takes from us, yeah? And do you know what also? Now, Earth needs to be a little bit longer than that. I think we might have to have heaven that way, yeah? <laughs> heaven needs to go that way, yeah? So you're gonna turn around. But this is serious, though. We're trouble, we're trouble. Trouble can give us labels that we think we're a failure, yeah? We think we're stupid and we're a loser. We think that we're dirty because of what's happened to us. We're dirty. We're worthless. There's so many other labels, but you know what? 
the trouble, the labels don't have to stick on us. You know what? Jesus takes that. Jesus takes that. And you know what? We may even fall due to our troubles in this world. We may even fall. We may even die, okay? But do you know what? Jesus is with us because our identity is in him. And our destiny is heaven. It's heaven. So we don't belong. It doesn't matter what trouble really does because we're in Jesus. Okay, thank you very much. (laughs) And because we're in Jesus, we can be different. So when God calls us to be holy, it's not us that's holy. It's the Jesus part in us that is holy. And so that's why when, when we do face trouble, we can be different. We can do good in trouble. So like if someone has hurt us, we can forgive them rather than holding resentment. Forgiving people does not mean that it's okay what they did. It's just that you're letting yourself go. You're freeing yourself from that bitterness, from that grudge. I'll be honest with you. Recently, I had an argument with a friend And I had to forgive her and I didn't want to. And God said to me, forgive her, let it go. Because you're holding resentment and she's just getting on with her life, improving herself. And you're just held back and it's all festering. So let it go. Just let it go, Denise. We need to be different in our troubles. We need to trust in Jesus rather than hold on to fear. We need to choose to be good rather than to withhold ourselves to protect ourselves. I'm not saying that, you know, you be a doormat and, you know, just do, let everyone just do whatever they want with you, but you choose to do good in a situation. One of the things that really makes me really interested in the fact that the early Christians, they were known as peculiar people by the Roman Empire because they would go into the camps and they would help people with leprosy. Even though it was a cost to them, they showed love and compassion because they knew that, you know what, their home was elsewhere. What would happen, even maybe some of them would have died, they would have got leprosy, but they wanted to do good in a situation rather than just protect themselves. They chose to love, they chose to give. In in our troubles, we should be different by showing compassion rather than seeking revenge. Way before my husband, I had this boyfriend called Kyle, yeah? And this is so bad, you know, what I did, but he was going out with someone else when he was going out with me, and then he dumped her. And you know what, I should have learned that if someone can do that to someone else, they can do it to me. So I went to Florida with my mum, and when I came back, he had already found somebody else. And so I was at college, and it was just so awkward between me and this girlfriend, because it was just this Mexican standoff. It was just really awkward. Anyway, there was this party. He wasn't there, but she was there with her best friend. And I just remember being on, it was a house party, being up on the landing, and she was on her own. Her friend was kissing some boy somewhere and left her drunk. And she was up in the corner, just out of it, just really like, really, you know, just drunk. And I remember looking at her, and there came a point where she looked like she was going to be sick, like something bad was going to happen. And I just remember looking at her and I'm thinking, yes, look at you. Look at you, you're in need there, just like I was in need, and now you're alone. That's how I was. But you know what? I just felt God say to me, take care of her. And I got a bucket, I went into the bathroom, and I sat with her, 
and I cleaned up her sick because she was throwing up everywhere. And I sat with her and I just took care of her to the point that when her friend was finishing kissing some guy, she was like, oh, thanks, thanks for doing that. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> a couple of weeks later, I saw this girl and she said, why did you do that? You didn't have to do that. She said, thank you. And I, I think I said to her at the time, because it was so long ago, I said to her, it was because of God why I did it. It was because of God. And we have to be compassionate. This is what Jesus wants. He wants us to be compassionate rather than seek revenge. Can the band come back up now, please? He wants us to be different. He wants us to see his identity. Jesus wants us to see our identity in him rather than things that are going on in this world. Our value is not based on this world. If we lose things, if we're you know, financial, in financial problems and we have to downsize, we don't have to think our identity is in what's going on. Our identity is in Jesus. We can do this. We can go through troubles and we can be different. We can be like Jesus because of who we are in him, because of what he's done, because he lives in us. And because our destiny is heaven. Okay, I'm just going to pray right now. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much. Thank you so much that you love us. And that where we were just destined for death, that you have given us eternal life. Lord, I just ask you to please help us to be more holy. Help us to be different. Help us to not see that this is all we have in this world is all we have and this is it. Help us to have a mindset for your kingdom, to know that we belong in your kingdom. That's where we belong and that's our home. Lord, you said that we're gonna go through trouble, but I just ask you, Lord, to help us to just know that Jesus is with us and we can be different in our troubles. It doesn't matter what happens ultimately, even though it hurts, help us to give that to you, but help us to know that we are bigger than our troubles, that what we have in store is bigger than what we're facing right now. Thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.